Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. We've got another great giveaway. Diesel Parts is the only parts platform you'll ever need to cross part numbers, identify parts, sell more parts, and manage your inventory duplicates and identify places to make more margin. We are giving away three 30-day free trials. This contest ends on September 30th, 2020, so time is of the essence. Go to heavydutypartsreport.com slash giveaways today. The smallest part can bring a semi-truck to a complete standstill if it fails. Using high-quality parts is really about failure prevention, and this requires a mindset where everything that you sell or install is designed to provide a level of performance that lowers the fleet's overall cost of operation. Innovation and continuous improvement are the name of the game in the trucking industry, and in this episode, boy, am I ever happy to introduce you to Rob Phillips, CEO of Phillips Industries. Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jamie. Glad to be here. Looking forward to it today. So Phillips was started in 1928 by Hugh W. Phillips. And as far as I know, the Phillips company is still being run by the Phillips family. What's it like to be the leader of a legacy business like that? That's a loaded question. Um, It certainly has its ups and downs. I mean, family businesses can be tough. I never wanted to go in the truck parts business when I was a kid. I thought I'm never going to meet a girl, but, you know, making truck parts. I ended up failing an accounting class in college and had a choice of either staying up in Arizona, having a fun summer, jet skiing, riding my mountain bike around, or coming back to take an accounting class. But the one thing my dad said was that if you don't come back for the summer, I'm not going to pay for your school next year. So I was back the next day and I spent the summer working in oh, I spent about a week working in accounting. And I got pulled into marketing. That's where I really fell in love with the business. I had a blast. We launched a product. I was probably 19, 20 years old and got to work with purchasing and production and engineering and our advertising agency and customers. And I really fell in love. I realized this isn't the business that I thought it was. It's about people. It's about really good relationships. And that's how I got started. So since that point, I've worked in almost every department within the company. I've been there for 25 years. And, and it's the love of my life. And I, I really love this business. Um, that makes it easier when you're, running, when you're in a family business. If your heart's in the right place, if you're passionate about it, it makes it a lot easier to deal with some of the other stuff. Um, it's worked out really well for us. And I've got a brother who's still really involved in the business. And we work really well together and really enjoying it. But it's, uh, with the legacy business like this, there's a lot of pressure to keep it going and to keep it thriving. And I think we've done a good job at that. I really enjoy it. Well, I definitely agree. You guys are doing a great job. It's kind of funny how we get started in heavy-duty parts. Like myself, I was actually going down the road of selling high-end suits and getting into fashion and clothing. And once I got into that industry, I didn't really feel like I fit there. 
and I stumbled into a summertime job sandblasting parts at a remanufacturer. And, you know, I got to work at that company for 10 years. And like you, I got to work in every department. And that gives you such a great foundation in the business. You know, when I think of Philips, I think of those early experiences that I had with your products, you know, glad hands, coiled air hoses, electrical cables. But today you're producing some really innovative products. How do you as a company stay focused on innovation? Great question. Um, The first thing is we stay really close to our customers. So we'd like to say that we have the most brilliant minds in engineering and R&D. But the reality is we're really close to our best customers, especially on the fleet side. We work really closely with them to talk about what their problems are, where where their headaches are. And having the relationship allows them to pick up the phone and call us sometimes. And they'll say, hey, you know, Rob, I got a problem here. Or we've got this issue where... Um, corrosion is getting in, and it might be something we don't even do today, but uh, it could be something that's injection molded or, or you know, using similar machines that we have, and we'll, we'll work through it. Um, we're, we're, we're extremely aggressive. We're agile, so we can, a lot of times, we've, we've taken a concept from a drawing on a napkin to a physical product in a couple of days where we can ship it back to the customer and go, is this what you're talking about? They go, eh, it's close, but if you can tweak this here, that's how a lot of our products get, get started is just from talking to customers and finding out where, where things are failing. And that's what gets us excited. So a lot of our products are plug sockets. You know, we, we've sold millions of these, you know, 15, 730, 16, 730, some you know, standard part numbers that are out there. But they're so different than what our competitors do. We put a five degree slant with a couple of ribs in our socket. That's not by accident. That's because water is going to get in based on the, the SAE requirements. Water is going to get in there, but how do we make it exit really fast? And how do we keep it from getting into the connections? Just little things like that that I think a lot of a lot of folks take for granted. We it's our whole life. Our whole life is really between the truck and the trailer. So we put everything we've got into it, and we design products really fast. We we launch products all the time. That's just kind of it's it's in the DNA that my dad trained us to do. When I was working in um, aftermarket parts distribution as a sales account manager, I love to work with manufacturers and take them into the field and, you know, be able to have that one-on-one conversation with the customer. It was a great opportunity for them, the manufacturer rep, to be able to collect information. And I always appreciated the support that Philips gives. Your sales force really works closely with your distributors and with the fleets. Yep, they, they do. We've got, a, we've got a great sales force. I know in your neck of the woods in Canada, we've got some really great people there that have um, been with us for a long time. And they're, they're family with a lot of the fleets and most of the distributors out there. They're very close. And that, that certainly helps out too. Love to hear that. Yeah, it's always good to get positive feedback. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you about a couple of your products. What is Stay Dry and how did that innovation come about? So back in the mid-90s, if you recall, there was magnesium chloride, calcium chloride being put on all the highways to prevent accidents from happening. But what that resulted in was it's almost like a honey that gets poured on the highways before the snow comes. When that mag chloride gets into the electrical systems, it speeds up the, the corrosion effects. Um, we've been able to completely you know, get, get electrical contacts to disappear in two or three days under, under load as we're going through our salt spray that we put magnesium chloride in to try and figure out. So, so we've developed a lot of our products. This stay dry product came out as a way of keeping the magnesium chloride, the calcium chloride, the salts, all that out of our products. So the, the problem with electrical systems is water will wick through. So if you, if you put a, if you get two glasses of water, you put some red dye in one and you put a, you, you, you put a piece of wire, just any piece of wire, 
uh, can have the jacketing on there. You put it from one cup to the next one. If you take that cup with the red water and the other end is going inside of an empty glass, within a few hours, you're going to see drops of red water crawl over. So that same thing happens with your electrical harnesses. So, so our approach has been, number one, we can't keep it out, but how do we keep it from, from, from getting further in the system? Because once it goes from your co- coiled cords from, you know, or your straight cords, once it gets in your trailer harness, your, tar- your harness is toast. You can't vacuum the water out. You can't vacuum the corrosion out. It's there and it's going to continue to expand. So our focus has been completely to, to keep the water out. It can get in the pins and the pins might go bad. But with our stay dry socket, you know, all of our competitor sockets, if you want to change it out, you got to cut the cable. You got to you know, pull seven wires apart, strip each one. And you're, you're trying to do this over the road. You're trying to do this as you're parked at a truck stop on the side of the road. It's really hard to do. Our, our stay dry socket, too simple. You, you take two bolts out. You throw this piece away, slap it back on. You're on the road in three or four minutes. We understand that water is going to get in, but we want to keep the water from getting all the way through. We want to stop it at the very end. Our stay dry plug, you know, quick change plug works the same way. If the plug goes bad, you pop the cartridge out, you put a new one in in under two minutes. Yeah, I always recommended that you keep those in the glove box. Like when I'd go to a fleet, I'd say, look, just think of downtime and how much that costs. Just spend a couple extra bucks and protect yourself. Throw that in the glove box. You're good to go. Yeah, exactly right. Most fleets in the country have got got a, a socket and a plug cartridge in their glove box today. Um, it's standard now on every truck that comes off the line, our stay dry socket, and it's on more than two thirds of the trailers that come off the lines in North America. So it helps when you get enough people that are, that are, that are specking that and that when, it's, when it's standard equipment. I'd love to hear that. Good news. Thank you. I'm going to do the uh, experiment with my daughter. We'll film it and then uh, we'll throw it up on YouTube and <laughs> that'll be a fun little experiment with the, yeah, with the red dye. I think that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah, it, it works. You've been listening or watching the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. Today, we've been speaking with Rob Phillips, CEO of Phillips Industries. Now, we've been talking about some of their great products. Another favorite product of mine is the Quick Check. Can you just explain to us what that is and how it helps? So Quick Check is a product that allows end user to see what the conditions are of each of the different wires. So the, the idea is that if you've got a light out, if you want to, you can find out if it's the light or you can find out if it's the circuit, but you can, it's, it's just an easy way to figure out where that problem lies. So you can do the right troubleshooting. So you're not having to take a whole bunch of stuff off, apart and find out that that's not where the problem is. So that was the whole idea behind Quick Check. It's just a, a simple way to figure out where do we, how do we troubleshoot it and, and how do we get it swapped out as fast as possible. What's one of the new products that you guys have developed over even the last couple of years or months that's really one of your favorites? We've, we've invested for the last five years in a company called Philips Connect Technologies. So I get excited about that too. I know we've been talking mostly about Philips Industries. So I'll, I'll give you a couple of answers. We've put a lot of work into what we call our three-in-one, and we're relaunching this brand new um, several kits that we're relaunching here in a few weeks. But our three-in-one is probably the biggest benefit, I think, for our industry. The three-in-one is, is, is two rubber airlines and, and one electrical line, but they're, they're, they're all straight lines. They've got a spiral wrap, which is it's, it's a great material that we're using, which is there's no sharp edges. It's not going to chafe your cable. It protects it, keeps it really well, well organized. But along with that, we have a whole bunch of hanging devices. We've got, we've got a product line called Extend, um, and what that does is keep it. So when you put a three-in-one with these, these big heavy cables coming off of your tracker bar on the back of the cab, they tend to swing around and annoy the heck out of the drivers. 
So we developed a product called Extend, which now install in 30 seconds. There, there are, you, know, you don't need any screws or you know, it's very easy to install. It keeps it keeps it away from that back window or from the, the rear of the tractor. Keeps it from swing, keeps it up in the air. We've got heavy duty spring kits that are incredibly strong. You can put a ton of weight on these. They're not going to sag over time. So we put a lot of lot of effort into that um, that product line. It's done really well, and we're just expanding on it right now by pre-installing glad hands and other components on there. But our three-in-one, if you use our quick change plug, it's going to last you. I probably shouldn't say this. Uh, but, but it's going to last you a really long time. It could last you the life of the truck, um, very easily last you the life of the truck. So it's a great product and it's a great innovation. Another product is what we call our S7, and that's a swivel, gla- swivel socket that gets mounted on the nose of the track of the trailer, the uh, front of the trailer. The whole purpose with that, Jamie, is that typically truckers replace coiled cords or airlines because they, they either buy the, uh, a, a cord that's too short and they go to jackknife and, 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 it, and it rips it out. It'll, it'll, it'll destroy the plug. A lot of times it'll actually pull the harness right out of the, out of the front of your trailer. And that's, that, that goes from a, a 15 minute replacement of, of, a, of a coiled cord to, you know, several hours to try and rewire your trailer harness, get all, you know, fix all the wires that just got destroyed. So we developed a product called the S7, which is a swivel seven way socket. And that's now going to follow your tractor. So, so as a tractor jackknifes, if you can picture this as a tractor jackknifes, it's the, the swivel socket's not going to follow. It's designed to pull out at 40 pounds pull force. But if you're pulling at an angle, it's not going to pull out. It's going to destroy everything that is pulling at the wrong angle. So with a swivel socket, as it follows it, it's going to pull straight out. If you use swivel glad hands, those will release also without doing any damage to them. So we've got fleets that we've got one fleet that we've originally designed this for. They had over $140,000 they were spending a year on replacing air and electrical cables. And the guy said, their head of maintenance said, Phillips, I got a problem. I'm tired of replacing your stuff. And we're trying to sell them the better quality. He said, I don't want to spend more on the higher quality because my drivers are destroying. And I said, well, let me think about that. So that's where this concept came from. I bet you they don't replace more than a hundred today. Probably a couple thousand dollars versus $140,000 they've spent for years and years because of that S7 swivel socket. It just, you don't, you don't destroy products anymore. I get excited about that. I see why you get excited about it because that kind of significant reduction in total cost really, really goes right to the bottom line for the fleet. And it's so challenging for them to be profitable with so many different factors related to maintenance and and all of that. So if you can legitimately solve a problem like that, then that's something that you can be really excited about. Now, you mentioned something else, a project you've been working on for several years with, uh, with another aspect of the business. I'd love to hear more about that. Awesome. I'm glad you asked. Uh, it's called Philips Connect Technologies. And what, what this is, we have a, we, we've got a fleet council that we work really closely with. And back in 2015, we were talking to the fleet council saying, you know, I was having a conversation. I'm concerned about our future. We're a wire and cable company. We, we do a lot of products that, that, that transfer power from point A to point B. And I'm concerned about all this talk about wireless and Bluetooth and where does that leave us? And so that's where this conversation started. But where it ended was really interesting. It was, Rob, there's all these great, great component suppliers, you know, 23 that we have signed up right now, but all these great component suppliers that have smart products where, where you know, if, whether it's PSI or Bendix or these companies have best names in the industry. They've found ways to make their products more intelligent to be able to have a voice to say, hey, I'm not working. My tires are low, my brakes are, you know, and so forth. Um, my lights aren't working right. But 
but Rob, the problem came, so this is them talking, the problem came back that we don't want to put all these different cellular devices on the nose of our trailer, you know, one for this supplier, one for that supplier. It's not working. We want to do trailer tracking, but we don't want to have all these subscriptions. Can you guys do something? So that's where the idea came from, but we've gone a long way since then. Like I mentioned, we've got 23 suppliers that are our basic hub or gateway unit works with. So now what we can, what we do is we take all these sensors from a trailer. We manufacture a lot of them as well. You've got, you can take all these sensors, run it through a single hub, run it up to our cloud, back to the driver, back to dispatch. All this happens in a fraction of a second, but we've got reporting tools. So it's uh, it's, it's trailer tracking. We always say we're not just another telematics company because there's a lot of folks in that trailer tracking space, but what we do, we start where they leave off. We start, trailer tracking is just the basics, but then as you start getting all these trailer health sensors, we can now be extremely prognostic. We can tell you, you know, if you've got a preventative maintenance schedule that says every, every 20,000 miles, you're going to do a brake job, you might not need to do that. You might, that might be based on an average because you've got some trailers that are, you know, running through Colorado and other ones running through Arizona. Well, the ones in Arizona are going to last a lot longer than the ones in Colorado, of course. And we can tell you on a, on a, on a, on a unit by unit basis when you need to change certain components. So it gives a nice ROI for that, but it also helps you avoid CSA violations. It, it, it improves driver happiness. They're not getting stuck. They're not getting pulled over. They're not getting stopped at the scales because something, you know, our light, my light's out. We can tell you before, and we've got one really cool feature that, that we just launched a few months ago called Remote PreCheck. And now, if you've got a fleet that's got 40,000 trailers, you can push one button. Or it can be on a schedule. Every, you know, middle of the night, every single parked vehicle is going to have its lights turned on, physically turned on, on a trailer. It's going to check the brakes. It's going to check the tires. It's going to check door locks. We can go through that whole thing, and we can do a virtual red tag. So if you've got this fleet, you've got a driver that pulls in, He's going to go, um, you know, put some product in that trailer to go deliver it. If he's got 30% left on his max on liftgate battery, he's going to know it before he ever puts product in there, or it could be virtually red tag. So they're not going to put anything in that trailer because it, the liftgate battery has got to be charged up first. Um, so we can get ahead of a lot of that and we can, we can test for lights and brakes and tire faults before they even, before the driver even shows up for work. So it's kind of some neat stuff. We've invested pretty heavily in that technology. So we've been living through some tough times, Rob, lately. When you look at the future, what opportunities do you see for aftermarket manufacturers, but also the people who sell and install parts? Good question. For the aftermarket parts manufacturers, I think there's big opportunity now, which is which is all about speed and agility. So lots of changes have come, of course, with COVID. But the biggest change that I that I see is that our customers are now doing a lot more working from home. They're they're starting to buy products from home. They're starting to use Amazon and other other sources for products, and so it's a tough it's a tough shift to be able to do that to to support that. But I think that having that ability to to deliver products in one or two days is going to be a big driver to deliver smaller quantities more frequently because people are really watching their cash carefully as as from the distribution standpoint and also from the fleet's perspective. They don't want to have a warehouse full of inventory that's collecting dust, you know, dollar bills collecting dust there. I think there's going to be a, a pretty substantial shift towards faster order turnaround, smaller order quantities, and really, like I said, one to two day delivery. All those things are, you know, projects we're actively pursuing right now. Rob, it's been great to have you on the show today. If you'd like to leave our audience with one thing, what's that one thing you want them to think about? 
We've got a slogan, which is we make products that make a difference. And, and that really is, is, is the truth. Everything we do is designed to be easier, faster, to repair in the field, designed to last longer. I think that's the way that we differentiate ourselves better than anything else that shows up with our people and our products. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin. We've been speaking with Rob Phillips, CEO of Phillips Industries. To learn more, go to phillipsind.com. Links are in the show notes. Rob, thank you for being on the Heavy Duty Parts Report today. Thanks for having me, Jamie. Good to see you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and i just like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile and... Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment.